Hey guys! Welcome to the first podcast of the Environmental Society of Saint Stephen's College. First one of the year, guys. I am Sophia, and I am Aravind. Happy New Year, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two, is it? I just hope this is not an upgraded version of twenty twenty. No, Aravind. Those situations are quite grim right now. I believe good things are gonna happen this year. Do you know when, like a date or something? Aravind, can you please play the jingle for now instead of just pulling my leg? We are trying to be optimistic now. Okay, if you say so. But firstly, let's play the jingle. To tree or not to tree. To tree or not to tree. Oh, for Aravind, you forgot to introduce the theme. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Drum rolls, please, guys. So the theme for this episode is. आजादी का अमृत महोत्सव यस आजादी का अमृत महोत्सव इज एन इनिशिएटिव ऑफ द गवर्नमेंट टू सेलिब्रेट सेवेंटी ग्लोरियस हिस्ट्री ऑफ इट्स पीपल कल्चर एंड अचीवमेंट्स इट इज डेडिकेटेड टू द पीपल हुन इंस्ट्रूमेंटल इन दूशनरी जर्नी ऑफ इंडिया एंड हैव द पोटेंशियल टू एनेबल द प्राइम मिनिस्टर्स विशन ऑफ न्यू इंडिया फ्यूल्ड बाई द स्पिरिट ऑफ आत्मनिर्भर भारत It's a 75 week countdown to our 75th Independence Day. You know what, Sophia? That actually reminds me of a song. Oh no, no, please, Aravind, don't start singing again. <laughs> oh, you wish. Mere desh ki dharti sona ukle ukle hire moti. Mere desh ki dharti. Happy? Now let's move forward. Ha <laughs> ha. Fun fact: Earlier, India was known as Sone ki chidiya. However, 200 years of colonization had a negative effect which was seen not only on the economy and lives of people but also the environment it's a no brainer that colonialism was an environmental turning point in the history of india an era of unprecedented resource exploitation to fulfill the selfish interests of the british you know sometimes i really wish i could be little red riding hood Um, what do you mean? Do you want to get eaten by a wolf? <laughs> no, no. I just want to like gallivant around the forest and feel the gentle, cool breeze brush through my hair. Oh, I can totally relate. I would love to relax and switch off for a while as well. Especially with these online classes going on for two years now. I know, right? <laughs> It's so sad that resources like our forests, which are so dear to us, had to bear the brunt of colonial greed. and several means were used to satisfy this greed like the unfair forest policies which began from 1894 the provisions of the forest act were used as a means by the government to take control of the forest lands evict the forest dwellers by terming them as illegal occupants and ensuring the maximum exploitation of forest produce with an aim to fill their coffers the imperial forest department was established in 1865 and the motive behind such a step was to ensure a sustained supply of timber for the railways moreover clearance of forest was done on a massive scale for the construction of railway sleepers wood was not only used as sleepers but also as fuel for powering the engines when the railways were expanded into the indo-gangetic region its impact was actually felt on the himalayan forests the british also used enormous quantities of bricks continuous supply of firewood from the forests were required for burning these bricks which led to the further clearing of forests the forests which were particularly rich in timber were further exploited by the colonizers by the early 18th century oak forests in england were disappearing 
This created a problem of timber supply for the Royal Navy. The British then turned to exploiting forests in India which were rich in timber and it was these supplies which formed the backbone of their ship building industry. Expansion of agriculture at the cost of forest cover was a blatant device to maximize revenue for the thriving empire. And the commercialization of Indian agriculture was done primarily to feed the British industries and was taken up only in cases of those agricultural products like jute, indigo, tea, coffee, rubber and tobacco which were either needed by the British industries or could lead to commercial gain by the British in the international market. The British persuaded the peasants to plant indigo instead of food crops on their lands. The price paid by the planters was meager, only 2.5% of the market price. The farmers could make literally no profit growing indigo. The British also provided loans to the farmers at a very high interest, which caused them to get caught in debt traps. There was overexploitation of soil, decline in food production, and frequent famines like the Great Bengal Famine of 1770 and 1943. The irrigation investments led by the British led to ecological degradation, salinity and malaria in the regions of Sindh and Ganges basins in North India. You know what, Arvind? I think we should look at the other side of the spectrum as well. Hmm. The system of railways, post and telegraph did make communication and transportation easier for the masses. I just hope the changes could have been brought about in a more sustainable manner. Hmm, I agree with that. Before moving ahead, we'd like to give a trigger warning to our listeners as there is mention of animal deaths in the coming segment. So if you are uncomfortable, please feel free to skip to the next part. Animals also became victims to exploitation by the colonialists as well. Merciless hunting of animals like tigers, leopards, rhinoceroses, elephants, deers and various birds was done for their skin, tusks, feathers, etc. Apart from the commercial purposes, hunting was also done for the thrill of adventure. And this really breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. How can people be so mean? I know, Sophia, it's so sad, but mm, let's focus on the present. Hmm, you're right, Arvind. Change starts at home, and as citizens of this country and the world, we must do better. Oh, that's like straight out of the book cliche, I'm telling you. <laughs> but yeah, on a serious note, it's the 75th in year of our independence and we have made considerable achievements in terms of addressing our environmental concerns. Oh yes, that's pretty evident from India's stand at COP26 held at Glasgow in 2021. Do you know we have set out a target to achieve net zero emissions by 2070, a much needed commitment I must say. India, being the third largest emitter of carbon dioxide, contributes about 6.6% to the global emissions. And not just that, India at COP26 also laid a roadmap to combat climate change, recognizing the scale of the crisis without playing the blame game. (laughs) Well said. We as a responsible nation are aiming to reduce 1 billion tons of carbon dioxide by 2030 and achieve a 2.3 ton per capita emission, which is considerably less than other big countries. To cap it all, we also aim to increase our renewable energy capacity from 450 gigawatts to 700 gigawatts. But targets like these have their own share of problems. Climate funds to begin with roughly about $1 trillion. And not as a charity, but a package for transformation. Well, that calls for global cooperation. 
But I surely hope that India, having crossed the 75th mark of its independence, would be the apt nation to pioneer the same. The solution of present-day problems lie in the re-establishment of a harmonious relationship between man and nature. To keep this relationship permanent, we will have to digest the definition of real development. Development is syn- synonymous with culture. When we sublimate nature in a way that we achieve peace, happiness, prosperity and ultimately fulfillment along with satisfying our basic needs, we march towards culture. Oh wow, that was that was brilliant. Oh, I wish I had said it, but this was aptly quoted by the great environmentalist late Mr. Sundar Lal Bahugana. Thought so. I kind of doubted how you came up with all of that. Ha <laughs> As we come to the end of this month's episode, let's come to the realization that it is the need of the hour for us to unite again for our mother earth, just like we did for our freedom, because she is our only home and we owe it to her. And with the 75th Independence Day approaching, let's solemnly resolve to fulfill our duties towards our Mother Earth in whatever capacity we are capable of. Yes, and with this, we come to the end of this month's episode. See you next month with another interesting episode. Until then, bye guys! Bye bye!